Are you sure? Yes. What's up, fellas? It's uh, Wednesday, March something at Mm -hmm. 10.30 a.m. It's an early early morning. And uh, your boys here, had had they just been and they saw a movie last night. We did see a movie. It was a movie called uh, Chappie. Chappie. By uh, Neil Blomkamp. Blomwomp. Womp Neil Blomp. Neil Womp Womp. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to sit here for the rest of this episode and spoil all of it and talk about yeah. whether we liked it or not. Yeah. So full warning at this point, if you plan on seeing Chappie or, you know... Don't like being spoiled. Then this is not the show for you. Yeah. But if I could give you a little bit of warning, probably should save your money and just listen to this instead. Yeah. Actually, you should probably just hang around for a bit. Yeah, this is probably way better than the entertainment you get from Chappie. <laughs> okay, Max, before we get in there, you yeah. could probably get a little bit closer to your mic, I think. Okay. I think that'd be fine. Um, Perfect. So, going into this movie... Cool. Give me any and all expectations. Like what? What was? Uh, the... I wasn't like super stoked about it. Yeah. Um, I like saw District Nine and I was like, okay, cool. This movie was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the next one? That oh, Elysium. Elysium. I, like, I almost liked Elysium more than like District Nine. Really? Honestly, I feel like that's a controversial opinion. It is a controversial opinion, but uh, I thought it was like just cooler, edgier, and like. I don't know, all the fight scenes in Elysium were super tight. They were dope. I know people Kruger. were like, I didn't care about the story. Like, neither did I. Yeah. But the, I thought the characters were like pretty cool and like stylized. So I, I liked both of those movies. So, I, you know, and it wasn't like super excited about Chappie, but I was just like, you know, hey, I wasn't super excited about either of those. So maybe. So we'll just try it out. out. Yeah, yeah, same here. Basically, like, I was a pretty big fan of District 9 just because of how off guard it caught me. Yeah. You know, and I thought that movie was super good. So I put. Neil Womp Womp on my radar. Yeah. And uh, Elysium, I thought, was a little bit worse than District 9. I can see and that. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm still a fan of this guy, so let's check out his new movie, Chappie, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was definitely the weakest of the three that uh, he's done. Easily. So let's talk about what we liked and disliked now. So we can it's start a, with the things that we liked because it's a little bit of a shorter list, I feel okay. like. Okay. So it's I mean. about a movie where this guy makes. He's made all this fleet of police droids, but he also has, like, in his apartment that he works on, an AI protocol. And he finally uploads it into one of these robots, a robot that has been stolen by a mob of gangsters who then teach it how to be a person. Essentially, yeah, they just get this, like, invincible baby, and then, like, teach it their ways, which is to be a gangster. And then the robot becomes this unbeatable, naive gangster. Exactly. Yeah. Um... So immediately, when you have the theme of like artificial intelligence and it being raised, it's almost to me it immediately says, okay, what like moral struggles and dilemmas are going to happen? Like, what choices are going to be made? What is Obviously, the robot going to think? You're going to ask right? all the "Why am I here?" questions. You're yeah. going to do all that. And to be honest, I don't think the movie really went in that direction like I thought it would, and I really thought it was setting us up for that because when you've got Hugh Jackman's character the yeah. bad guy and he he wants to make a robot that's controlled by a human yeah. and he says in the beginning a, a conscious moral human behind it so yeah. his whole thing i thought was going to be that an artificial intelligence can't make like moral decisions yeah. decisions they never really harped on that past no, that they went in a really like more like not shallow but like just really surface way of approaching that to where he it turns out that like his point of view of having like a human moral conscious was obviously not right because he was the one he was, like, the, bad he was guy. the bad guy and it's like what so 
But it's still, I just feel like the second he said that, I was like, okay, I know where the movie's going. And it didn't go in that direction at all. No. It was like a hint of nothing that would happen. Yeah. Which was a little, it was kind of a bummer for me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so when it comes to the actual robot, when he first like wakes up and he's conscious, it's supposed to be like this very cute, almost like animal-like scene where he's cowering in fear and they're having to like sort of coax him like a baby yeah. deer with cupcakes, you know? Exactly. Um, and it's almost like I expected that approach. And since I expected it, I was like not like I yeah. didn't really like it. But at the same time, what else would they have done? I didn't mind that. It was like, like I said, when I there's a point in this movie when I kind of started liking it more, and I think it was around this time that I did actually start liking it. Yeah, yeah. You liked the you liked the whole process of Chappie learning. Yeah, just because I like I thought it was cool at first. Obviously, I felt like it got old and it got almost like annoying and um like obviously unbelievable. But like I don't know, I just wasn't sold on it later in the movie. But at this point, I really liked it. I liked the idea that like you had this machine that did not know how powerful it was yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, let's talk. I mean, I guess we can go to the characters. Um, the characters was in a Die Antwood. Like they were playing in this. They movie. were in it. Didn't realize they were in it. They got their that cast of people. You've yeah. got the main character Dion, and Dion. then you've got the bad guy, and Sigourney Weaver who pops up for like yeah, half for a her. second. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the main protagonist Dion? Uh, obviously, I thought he was pretty bland and pretty like. Super forgettable. Super. He was obviously the least interesting person. Yeah, which on the you docket. Would... I mean, he just he was there to like feel like the constant in a experiment of a movie. He was just like, that's the guy. That's the regular guy who has like all your basic morals and feelings, but then also like has his weaknesses in all the areas that every person does. But he just wasn't com- like interesting or compelling at no, all. Like anytime he was on screen, him. it didn't really matter. Nope. He was just a whiny voice, basically. Yeah. Um, now you actually liked the the chick. I forgot her name. Yolanda. Yolandi. Yolandi. Yeah. Yolandi. Yolandi. Pardon me. There's an accent. South African. Yolandi. Yeah. Okay. You liked her though. I thought she was cool. You know, I well, I mean, when it first started, I was almost I was looking at her. I was like, if I was reading this dialogue in like a comic book, I would probably like it a whole lot more because she has such a squeaky, annoying voice. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of got over that eventually. Yeah. You know, it's def- that was definitely a part of her character was to being yeah. this like super colorful, like girly girl in yeah. a way. And so, I mean, she was all right. Yeah, she was cool. The they were all stupid, right? All the gangsters. Were all the gangsters super were super dumb. Yeah, very ignorant gangsters. <laughs> Was that funny though? Did their antics kind of get funny at like all? Like I said, like there was a point in this movie when I still when I liked everything, and it was when all of that concepts were all still really fresh. But like as the movie goes on, you play so much into the idea that it's like ignorant gangsters teaching a baby robot, and it just got old really quick. And you felt like they were kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. like I said, I knew that he was going to come to the idea that. He's going to start, you know, having an existential crisis as a robot and all that. So, I mean, I liked it at first, but again, it what about have done something like else. the style choices of how all of the gangsters like weapons were painted like pastel colors. But that was all, I think, a play on the fact that like there was a little bit of meta in the fact that Diane Wood knows that they're Diane Wood. Well, maybe. But I was even thinking if Chappie's like a baby, it's kind of fitting that everything around him looks like baby toys. You know, yeah, that's true. I, you know, I didn't think that. about that until now. Yeah, but of course, even just like the graffiti on everything, I felt like was really cheap, 
like get like all on the walls it would say like fuck off yeah. or sex over and over again and i was like is that their idea of trying to make this place look like intense and hard that's or like the thing yeah but i mean no no there's no way just because if you've ever seen any like diane would music video that's like exactly how all their like music videos are set up like yeah everything is set up with those exact sort of like paintings those weird little like uh like little novelty monster, monster, monster creature creatures and just like dicks drawn over the wall and just like misspelled cuss words and all that kind of stuff okay that's kind of weird that they went so heavy into went so heavy into them thinking, using yeah, their like identity they use the identity of diane Wood a lot in this movie it was like, almost as if this movie was about them diane in the future Wood more than it was like a diane Wood music video almost i mean the whole thing was a musical a super i guess we should yeah. go ahead and drop that <laughs> spoiled uh <laughs> they just sing the whole time <laughs> Uh, yeah, their music was used. So a whole I didn't think lot. that was like trying to be hard, but I do think that maybe that does come into play. That like maybe that's why they went that direction was because like their gangster stuff is also looked at as being very like childish, childish and very, baby, yeah, basic and baby like. So yeah, I mean, I um, thought it kind of worked. So when we thought when we get the glimpse of with that with the uh, villain saying like bringing up the moral theme right yeah. away and then thinking like we're going to have to watch this human go through very I mean this robot go through very human like feelings and emotions yeah. I expected I guess things to go down in a different way I mean I, over the plot line it's like he finds out that he's chappy yeah and then um he realizes that he's going to die because his battery's going to go out. Yeah. And that's, like I was saying last night, the first moment when he feels like a very human condition type yeah. feeling where he doesn't want to die. He doesn't understand why he would be created if he was going to die. And I was like, to me, that was a satisfying like plot point. You know, mm -hmm. I guess if it was going to be any sort of large human existential like question, that's a pretty good one to get at. It's a pretty yeah. big one to pick. And, of course, his fear of death is what eventually leads him to, in a roundabout way, betray his promise that he would never do this bank heist or do mm -hmm. crimes so that he can do he can get a body. Exactly. Um, with his, like, journey of, like, sort of – I don't want to call it corruption, but, you know, him, like, going back on his principles, his promises, did you find that at all satisfying, like, just the story arc of it? I mean, by this point, I think I was already just kind of bored with the scenario, and I had seen that coming for so long to where the movie like moves really fast at the very beginning. Like, you go from the robot gets like blown up to being put into a crash to him having the consciousness to him installing the consciousness, and then it like goes for hour and a half on developing his consciousness, and then like they kind of like I said, they didn't really go. They did more of the novelty aspect of he's like a invincible baby more than like the where am I, who am I, why did God make me kind of thing. Yeah. But and I don't know, I like I felt like there was a really easy like why wouldn't you just put his consciousness into a different robot body? Yeah. You know, so like I didn't think that like I figured that that's what they were going to try to do, even though they didn't and kinda at the same time did, they, but they, totally they did. did. But like yeah, then that became a problem, obviously, and all that stuff. And I don't know. I just I, I thought that was super obvious, and I like like I looked at it like, oh, there's a way out of that really easily. So why would he be too concerned? Yeah. Um. So Elysium, mm -hmm. Kruger. Yeah. 
probably the best part of that movie. I would say so, yeah. Um, there's a very discernible villain in District 9, and in this movie, there was a villain as well. I thought the villain was terrible yeah. in this Hugh movie. Hugh Jackman's villain was awful. Literally, might as well not have been there. It's All he did in the entire movie was like look from his cubicle at, at the Dion. end jealously at Je- the yeah. end and like very like like stereotypically held a rugby ball the whole time because oh he was God, Australian right. and you were like what and then he always had his rugby ball even when he was like doing all the villainous stuff he was but doing but Max his rugby ball symbolizes Sim- uh, his need maybe. for maybe that must have spent over my head <laughs> yeah. I just didn't get it no, I I thought his villain was super cheesy and super like just shallow, inconsequential. And, yeah, and then it all comes that. down to I mean, so the last fight, the big the big ass mech that he's rocking, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. The thing okay. was dope, yeah, but dope. they only gave it to us once. And do you think it was a missed opportunity with what that thing was capable of? I mean, we had we had the typical Blom comp like. We're gonna get real gory real quick yeah. when that thing rips that dude in half. <laughs> but I ex- honestly expect more of that in a film like his. Yeah. And he only did that once, and then from that that point forward, it was just like bullet. That was really, yeah, I was gonna say that was really the only graphic part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't think it was really a missed opportunity. I mean, do you? I mean, I thought like I it just, was just the right amount. Of when it comes robot. to his him as a villain, I feel like you want like a rising action to like some sort of clash. The Clash was them fighting the robot, but he's in the facility with the helmet on. Yeah. And once the robot blows up, he just takes he the helmet off yeah. and leaves. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, well, I mean, that's, you know, who cares? Yeah. But then they also go back and like, that's, that could be the rising action. And then there's also the rising action of like, whether Chappie might kill this guy or not. Cause when he was like chasing him through the hallways, like the robot was like beating the shit out of oh, him. Oh, like, I completely correctly. forgot about that. And that he was looks actually like very he was gonna like moment. end up like just childishly like killing him by accident or something, but he beats the shit. He out of beats him. the that shit out cool of him part. and then forgives him because he's you know pretty mangled and stuff. So yeah, he had a kind okay. Of, now that was all right. Though. So that could have been the rising action. I don't know which one you would decide, but but I also just expected a little bit more action in this movie. You know, not that his movies are known for being action movies, but they definitely feed you moments of like thrilling exposition right and in Chappie all we really had was the beginning the opening scene mm-hmm. with all the the car chase and then the police robots coming out and then the the very end of the movie was like a big uh action big sequence action as well sequence. um were you at all disappointed by that no because they still did like other robot stuff like when they went like carjacking and he was like beating up people's yeah. cars and like there's still like action scenes it just wasn't like violent action scenes sure it's just you know they did you know, actions throughout the movie. <laughs> they I guess. moved. They moved around, but With I mean, I, I didn't really care. I always felt that way too about like District Nine and about Elysium that there wasn't like I thought Elysium had more action than District Nine did, but I felt like District Nine didn't have that much action. Yeah, it just had a lot of like things happening. I guess that's yeah. true. I mean, I just wonder, were you at all like when? Did, when did you get bored, if you, if at all, during this movie? I would say around the carjacking stuff. Really, Chappie. Like I thought that was like cool at first, but then I realized that they were like really doing this for a long time, like exploiting the naive aspect of a robot. Yeah. So you would have almost just wanted them to get off of that theme and like move on. Yeah, I mean, I think they should have definitely like maybe the robot should have like broke. I think the robot should have gotten to a smarter spot or to a more like 
like you know they kind of did the thing where he was exploring the human consciousness with the helmet and then he got onto the internet and he started learning things on the internet well yeah i was about to say and i thought like okay this is it that's what happens when a robot with consciousness can download that much information that fast yeah. he's gonna be like horribly unstoppable and like horribly morally corrupt because he's going to look at everything that's terrible and that's what I thought was going to happen and then they didn't they didn't even, they didn't even tap on it he was still chappy after that he was yeah. still walking around chapping it up I so, guess so maybe a missed opportunity there I, I mean that. I mean I just figured that might happen there were definitely like you can see his like transformation I think pretty easily throughout the movie from being like absolute baby learning words performing actions on the carjacking then like being self-motivated into yeah. finally ultimately being the one in control of the situation True. where it's his helmet. He knows what to do. Get in the car, pick you mm-hmm. up here, run, chase this guy down. I'm going to put your body here, put your body there or whatever. Yeah. So he, he eventually does become like the main actor yeah. in the, in the end of the movie. Now the resolution was so dumb out of right? nowhere. Right. So out of place. I like, like, not at all mentioned or like hinted like can't I don't know. So the end of the movie, folks, Chappie puts his consciousness into another robot so that he can live, but not before he puts the consciousness of his human creator in a robot. Yeah. Because he's gonna die. And they made that just such a like it easy just, transition. It just of, came like, Hold out on, of let nowhere. Me just type some stuff into this computer, and you ready? Press Y. Download complete. You're in a robot. And you're like, a robot what? now, and you didn't even object <laughs> once. Yeah, you did not even think that this like you have one bullet wound to the stomach that yeah. any modern doctor could probably <laughs> help you. Exactly. Right. So when that was happening, I was like, wow. Like that. That was that was like my action. I was like, okay, they're doing this now. That's it's not cool. even like. I mean, what about how come we weren't in that state of movie watching of disbelief? We were like, "Oh, holy shit! All this stuff is happening! What's it? Oh my god, they're doing this now!" You know, we were just like, "Oh, okay." Like, I think it was so ridiculous that I think there was such other ridiculous things going on in the movie that it's like, I didn't, it didn't shock me by any means, or it didn't like, I wasn't gripped into doing it. And also, just a simple idea that like maybe if he was like legitimately looked like he was dying. Or but something, but they had time for him to get shot, and then like have the rest of a whole like action, action scene. scene go down. Put him in the back of a truck, go through some like resolutions, <laughs> drive him all the way to this place instead of a hospital. Yeah, and then <laughs> dry, like put him through, and it's just like silly. I don't know. I thought that was weird and like <laughs> not called for, and you could have had the movie without that. And it was almost like trying to play on like what is consciousness, but exactly. like that wasn't a big thing. That they avoided. They didn't yeah. do that question throughout the movie. So I don't know. I, I didn't like that. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was, just took me out of it. I was ready to go. Didn't point. want to watch the movie anymore. Yeah. And I just feel like they, they missed on, or they're, thematically they just jumped around quite a bit. They yeah. didn't ask a steady, they didn't tell like a steady story of a single like human condition question or anything. It yeah. was just sort of like a hodgepodge. Of, it did. It felt very mixed up. It felt very, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess last question though. You know, he learns all of his gangsterisms, and he, yeah. when he feels like a badass, he's walking around with like a limp and like touching his yeah. face and all that. <laughs> and at the end of it, when he's beating the shit out of that guy, is when he's like really putting on a show. Yeah. Did you think that was cool towards the end? I didn't mind. That. I like that. Yeah, I, I like kinda... the idea that he was yeah employing everything he knows and it like was violent, but 
at the same time, you could tell he had that moral compass because he didn't kill him. Right. And then even at the end when he's like telling his makers, like, you got to be tough. You got to be tough oh, yeah, right you gotta now. You got to be a blah, tough blah, guy. Yeah, because that's, that's a- true. I mean, that was a moment when you would tell somebody that, you know, yeah. like, and that's where it was applicable. So uh, I thought that part, those yeah, that was- parts were pretty cool. You know, I, at first I was, I didn't know what it was going to be like having this guy start acting like DeAnt would. But yeah. it slowly it it was it, it worked out. I think yeah. it worked out. Yeah. Uh, last thoughts, questions. No last thoughts, no questions. I feel like the movie was just so. Let's give it a some outrageous. stars out of five. Stars out of five. Yeah. Maybe like two out of five. Mm-hmm. I would say. I'm gonna give it a two out of five as well. Didn't um, like it. Um, unbelievable and very just way too over the top and like didn't answer any questions and just yeah. like I said, it would have made like a better, like short film, like short, like concept film where they didn't have to explain a bunch of things. And mm-hmm. it just did like, what if a robot had human consciousness and acted like a, a naive teenager, you know? Yeah, I so agree. That would have been a cooler concept. To me, there just wasn't movie. a central pillar or a central question. Yeah. You know, I thought we were getting at that with like him not wanting to die. And that really is the driving uh, motivation towards the end of the movie. But I feel like it's completely unraveled by the very, not completely, but it's unraveled a little bit at the very end where you have all like out of nowhere, these body switches are happening. And then the villain like was very disappointing to me. And that was another thing. Like when he threatens Dion in the middle of his office and puts like a gun to his head and slams his head on the table. And then afterwards, like like, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, now people are going to realize this guy's a psycho and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) And then he just gets up and he's like, Oh, it's a prank. Everybody go back. And everybody was kind of turned off by it, but they were just like, Oh, let's go back to work. It's just, it's just that Australian rugby hard ass that we have here (laughs) at the office putting guns in people's mouths. And yeah, (laughs) you're like, dude, no, that's 100% unacceptable. You would get instantly fired. And then like, yeah, yeah. Why, why was Sigourney Weaver in this movie? I barely remember. Like, like her character. When was you just told pointless. me, I was like, "Oh yeah, she was in this movie." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> anyway, that's Chappie, everybody. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back later today. All right. See cool. ya. Later.